Family from the Heart podcast episode number 245. Entertaining, educational, and encouraging content that makes a difference. This is GSPN.TV. Join the community. Well, hello everybody and welcome back to another episode of Family from the Heart. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. I'm Stephanie Ravenscraft. And this, my friends, is the behind-the-scenes look into the lives of the Ravenscraft family. We're a family that has given up on the ordinary to pursue the lives for which we were created. And I must admit to you, Stephanie, the last two weeks that I hit the record button and started talking, I really wasn't all that into it. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I couldn't have felt that at all. (laughs) But by the like the last 20 minutes or so of last week's episode, I I like started to get into the groove. That's sad. It's an hour long. (laughs) I know. Exactly. That's what I'm thinking. And uh, thanks. I really enjoy spending time with you, too. No, it's not that at all. It's just um, we didn't. I think the last two weeks we, we did not go out to lunch together at all. Um, I brought it back last week. It was Valentine's Day. Okay. Brought it back for you. Right. But we didn't really have that time to kind of sit down and talk about, you know, what are we going to talk about in this episode? And I know that I tend to be more. Yes, we did. I made a list. I thought last week was the week we didn't have a list. I had like three or four things. Oh, that's right. It wasn't wasn't a grand list like you like, but. For some reason, I just know that last week I just I, I wasn't fully engaged. Okay. In the content, right? I'm excited about this week's show, Toad. Okay. And I want to tell you, I was a little nervous before we went to lunch today. Yeah, our lives are getting boring. Like we I, really don't have anything to talk about. I anymore. sometimes wonder. It's <laughs> like you know, has has family from the heart run its course? I mean, I'm, well, here's the thing: you ask me all the time, "What are we going to talk about?" And I'm look, and I'm thinking, and I'm running through my mind, going, "Okay." Nothing this week was any different than last week. So I can come and talk about the same things. That's yeah. all I got. No, that that and that would be boring. And of course, that's why sometimes I'm like, what what are we bringing to the show? Then maybe we need to ask ourselves is is weekly still the thing I, to do? I, you know, I, I part of me says yes. I mean, it's just people come to expect this show to right. be there. I looked at the stats. Our stats are not as as they were in their greatest days. But um, I will tell you this. But we don't do this show for stats. We don't do this show for stats. And here's the deal. If you were to put 800 people in a room every and, and know that those 800 people were going to show up and listen to you and I talk on a stage back and forth and, and share whatever it is we had to share, would that be worth it? I mean, I mean, yeah. seriously, I mean, I, part of me asks, why would 800 people come and listen to the first 40 minutes of last week's episode? Just part of you? Because all of me asked Okay, that. all of me too. <laughs> But Shonda in the chat room, see, she says this conversation is scaring me. Don't let no, it scare no, you. We're, we're not, just being fun. We're just, well, and the, we do ask ourselves a lot <laughs> and, of questions. Yeah. But no, we're, this show's not going away. We're not going to cut it back from weekly. Oh wait, does it really count if out of those eight hundred people, one of them's my mom? No, that, I think it's great that your mom <laughs> listens. I do too. It's how we usually, you know, it, communicate. It's how we communicate. It's how we, yeah. She's hey, here's what's going on. <laughs> exactly. So, but seriously though, I, I I'm engaged today, and I feel good about that. Good. I, like from the get go, I'm I'm passionate about all of the things that we're going to talk about today. Yeah. So even the, even the things where we're going to talk about how there's a lack of passion, I'm passionate <laughs> about talking about our lack of passion. Okay. 
<laughs> That'll make sense at the end of this That'll episode. That'll make sense later. All right. So, okay. So what do you have to start with? I want to actually give just a, I know. Super, a dental update. Dun, hold Duh. on. Hold on. Where's Where's the music for this? Um, oh. Oh, I don't yeah, have it. See, okay, that's fine. Now it's run its course. Dun, dun, dun. There. I did it for you. <laughs> now you can talk. Hold on. If you don't, I'm just going to spoil it for you. All right. I, I'll just go. I used to have like a news bumper. Cliff's no in, longer in pain. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. No, seriously. I was in pain for, for like um, the entire two weeks between going in for my, you know, 15 billion. <laughs> I'm sorry. Shonda says we're going to need a dental update bumper soon. <laughs> yes. Somebody get to work on that. Somebody call over to my friends over at Radio Music Radio Creative. Here you go. She said out loud what I was thinking in the car when you started bringing this up. What? Here we go again. <laughs> We're going to need a dental bumper soon. Oh, okay. No, seriously, though, um, you know, I, I didn't, I, I never thought I'd be out of this pain. What is going on here? Well, my, my tooth area there has finally started to heal up. I can actually go full days without, um, without, you know, taking ibuprofen. But guess what? Guess what? You know how I know my tooth pain is gone? Because now I feel the pain in my back again. <laughs> And and the pain in my chest, you know, all those other pains when you have, that's the one thing. If you ever need to get rid of back pain, all you need to do is go and, and mess. Have some dental work done. Get some dental work done. It'll, you'll forget about all other pain in your body. I think yeah. it's because it's closer to the brain. It overrides yeah. all other pain. But it, no, seriously though, here's why I bring it up. Because I'm thinking, you know, when when I went back to the dentist and they made the stupid mistake of giving me a permanent crown instead of a crown and bridge like I was supposed to have, I'm thinking, you know, am I really going to go in and have more work done and how much of a hassle that was and all these other things? And I thought of the, started to think, well, why did I want to do this? I really wanted to do that because I wanted to do more public speaking. And I didn't want to actually be on stage and have this feeling inside of feeling self-conscious, uh, self-conscious about totally having a missing tooth. About. And I, I went to, so just two weeks before I went to the platform conference, everything was all done. Literally leading up to the platform conference was still experiencing pain. Pain started to subside right around the time of the start of the conference. But here's the thing, that bridge filling in that gap of my tooth um, was taken care of. And during the conference, the professional photographer that they had hired took a lot of wonderful shots and then later in the day tweeted out some of the photos on Instagram. That photographer took the best picture that has ever, ever been taken of me. I've I've never had a photo of me be something that I'm excited about right. in my life. But there is a photo of, he, of me that he took while my hand is up on the lectern or the, the platform, the, the thing, and that my my keynote presentation sitting up on my laptop, the iPad mini's up there, the recorder, the iPhone, and I am standing there. And there I am in the center of it all. Exactly. And and here's the thing. <laughs> I'm standing there and I'm very, you can tell that I'm very confident and I'm smiling. I'm just having the greatest time in the world. And my mouth is open with the, the probably the biggest smile I think I've ever let out. And if you look at that picture, you see my teeth, you know, and, and and I'm just thinking if I had not gone through all that trouble 
I would be looking at this at a completely different picture at a completely different picture and I would be embarrassed. Right. And so what went from having potentially been the most embarrassing photo of me online is now the the greatest photo of me that's ever been taken. And somebody actually says, Cliff, you should frame that. And I, I am. I'm going to get the original of this photo and I am going to frame that. Very cool. How cool is that? It's very cool. I totally understand that. I've spent two thirds of my life with, um, you know, a funky looking front tooth and it bothered me immensely. Um, you completely supported me when I wanted to. Um, I, I think you were freaked out about the financial cost. But um, uh, that doesn't surprise me. But um, but I did have mine fixed a couple of years ago and um I'm still not happy with it, but it's better than it was. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I totally get that. I do. Yeah. So there you go. So the next thing that is on here, and I'll let you introduce this. It was your idea. It was my idea. It's uh -oh. all you. Uh-oh. The new family schedule. You want to tell folks about it? I do. Um. So last week, um, last week I was just coming off of four days with the children by myself. Wow. I know. And, um... And in that four days, I, I had a lot of time to think and uh, while they were at school and just question how our, um, how our routine was going as, as a family. And um, the answer is it wasn't. And well, here's the thing. And to like really look at some of my aggravations that I normally take out on you in my mind. Mm -hmm. Okay. And so when you came home um, and we were having lunch last Thursday, I said, I want to propose something to you and and here it is. I can't keep doing this by myself. I mean, and this, this had nothing to do with your business trip because I want you to go to speak and to go do those things for four or five days at a time. Yeah. Um, but I don't want you to spend our kid's life working away. Right. And... And we've already admitted that the first three years, you worked around the clock. Yes. Um. It was was it like eighteen months before you even started taking Sunday off? It was no. It took six months. The first six months of, I'm pretty okay. sure it was it was six months of. But I I didn't. We'll say we remember that differently. <laughs> and um. But anyway, was it eighteen months? It it was a long time. Okay. It was a, and so. I mean, six months with three kids could feel like 18 months. It, it really could. I think it was June when I started taking and Sundays they off. they were, um, I mean, they were, they were a lot smaller then. So yeah. it was way different. But, um, and so I don't want you to work their whole lives away. And I said, you're missing the most important time of the day with them. When they come home. When they come home. By working until six or seven, you're missing, well, everything with Megan because the nights that she goes to dance, she's not home until 9.30. And then... I'm ready for bed. You're ready for bed. I'm trying to get her to bed. I said, you're missing the most important part. And since, you know, you are self-employed and we have the ability to change your schedule, I suggest we do, in fact, change your schedule. And that if you have to go back and work at night, that's fine. But from like 4 to 6, 4 to 6.30, 4 to 7, whatever that ends up looking like needs to be... Needs to be upstairs. Right. Being a visible help with their homework and listening to what happened during the day and um, dinner preparations and... Engaging. Engaging. Yes. And not missing everything. And, it, and you know, that spoke to something that was very keen on my heart as well. I've been trying to 
over the last year and a half been really trying to work on my margin, failing miserably a lot of the times. Even though I cut back so many commitments, I don't know what all happens that it just creeps back up on me. But um, the, yeah, I, I had been you know, getting to the place where I can stop working at five or six o'clock at night most times. But then even even there, you know, that had happened five days in a row. I'd be really great at it. But you guys, your schedule would be so far out of whack with mine. I'd come up and, you know, there was no interest in spending any time with me because you guys had your own routine. You had your own thing going on. Right. Um, and and so it slowly I, I got back into, you know, well, you know, if I'm not needed here, I'll I'll I, just go back downstairs. I know where there's lots of work for me to do that's piling up as I as I sit here. So mm-hmm. why don't I go do that? And so I, I definitely was feeling that as well. And so this idea of taking four to six and saying, you know what, I'm going to stop working at four o'clock and, you know, I do have the ability to come back down after six if I need to. Right. I like that. I I think I like that. And and, and it, it it really is difficult. It, we, by the way, we've done it all di- every day this week, right? We started Monday. Um. Well, Monday wasn't at four because of your mastermind well, calls. It was more like. 515 no, or something. That was Tuesday that we didn't do it. That was Tuesday. Well, then that's two days in a row that it didn't start at four. Because there were two times this week it didn't start at four. Oh, okay. And, um, but it has, it has made a difference. Yeah. So it, stopping at four is, is going to take some time. Um, I, Tuesdays, I, I didn't remember this until yesterday mm-hmm. or until Tuesday. My last mastermind call is from three to four thirty. Okay, well then five fifteen. That makes sense. That's about what time you yeah. came up on Tuesday. Exactly. So that that one day of the week, that's that's going to be right off. And then of course we talked about on Mondays my first mastermind call. So it's from four to five forty five. Right. Right. Yeah, but but that's only every other week, and so we're good there. And but outside of that. I will tell you, even in those days where I don't already have preset things, you know, it it is adjusting so much of my schedule to say I have to stop at four, but it's so e- so much easier to stop at four knowing that I can come back at six or six thirty right. and work for one or two or more hours to really knock a few things out, or even to to work as late as nine or ten o'clock at night that night if I need if you that need extra to. time. Right. So this week w- was the trial run of it. Coming up, we we I made the mistake. I think it might have been me that did this. I don't remember calling it family time. I think that was you. Yeah, bad idea. Bad idea because family time has been so few and far between because of our. I mean, we all okay. Yumi and Megan have a very busy schedule. Mm-hmm. The other two just kind of coast along wherever we drag them, but um. But making those three schedules align, we've only had like two set family times a week for probably going on two years now. Yeah. It was like, this is this is set family time. Yeah. Family night. And that's always been something go, fun. Yeah. We go out to dinner together as a family or we go and do this as or a family. Or we play a game or we watch a movie or, you know, it's always had this fun thing. And so you called it family time and Matt's like, okay, what are we going to do? Yeah, it's like, like um, your homework. Dude, well, that's your- not family time. <laughs> like- so, so that was my mistake. I called it family time, and really, what I what I mean by family time, and and I had to explain it to Matt, and I don't think he got it until probably around yesterday. 
(laughs) I think it finally kicked in. When we sat down and made him do an hour worth of math homework. Yeah. Yeah. But the the thing is, is it's the idea is that this is time where we are together as a family. You you may be doing your homework. I may be sitting in this chair reading a book, you, you know, whatever the case may be. But we're in the same space living life together as this family. Right. And I love um, here's one thing. I And I know you have to have noticed this, um, especially by yesterday, is that when you are there, McKenna wants your attention. Mm hmm. She wants your help with her homework. Yep. She she wants you involved in her life. Yep. And I thought that that was so cool. And that's something that you would have totally missed out on had I not said something's got to give. Yeah, it, absolutely. Because by the time I'm done working at night. Dude, you know, she's on the computer. It's her bedtime. It's, yeah. Yeah. And, and you know, I, and I must admit, and I feel horrible about this, but it it, it is it takes a lot for me to actually get fully engaged into that that time as well and it, it's it you know my, i'm wired a different way and 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 i i my my big thing i love to work i know and and that is that has been a Here's struggle the thing but my big thing i love to let you work uh-huh. it's a lot easier to let you work than to engage in relationship with people I mean, it really is. Yep. And this is something I know that this is, you know, um, my dad worked a lot. You, since we've been married, work a lot. This is something I know. It is, it is out of the ordinary for me to say, I can't do it all myself. I need your help. Yep. You need to come up and help me raise these children. And that, that's, that goes against everything inside of me too, but we were missing too much. I I agree, and and I am. This first week has been a huge success already, mm-hmm. and it's only the first week. And it was a it was a little bit of a transition. We're still working it out, um, and and I need to find out what I can quote unquote get by with during this time. If I'm allowed to bring my iPad Mini with me, I don't think Bertha's invited. <laughs> She's you know, not. Well, I, don't, I know you may disagree, but she's not part of this family. You know, but what if I want to read a book or something like that? Well, you know, pick up a book. <laughs> that is my book. Hello. I know. I'm teasing. Um, I think that that has to be that has to be decided upon. That needs to be. Um, are there other plans that are necessary for me to have my full attention during this period of time? Which that's something that I wanted to, you know, that I had suggested yeah. is that we maybe sometimes we actually think about, you know, before the kids come home, what are we doing during this time? Right. Or maybe when it's four o'clock and we sit down as a family, okay, what does the what does this look like tonight right. or today? Well, at four o'clock, the information we should be gathering is how was school? How was school? Do you have homework? What is your homework? You can't ask Matthew how much homework you have because he'll say not a lot. Every time. Yeah. Last night he had an hour worth of math. Mm-hmm. Most of it was spent whining about doing it, but it took him an hour. Um, but that's the, the those are the in, um, the questions that we need to be asking at four o'clock and then knowing how long that will take and right. what will be so, happening. And, so the, the, the question is, and, and it's not like I'm looking to immediately, how can I, how much do I have to participate? And the question is, if Matthew is in the middle of homework and McKenna's in the middle of homework and Megan's in the middle of homework and, and stuff yes, like you're that. still needed. That, that that's is not the question. question. If I'm needed, the question is, 
am I able to read a little bit of a book or something like that? I don't know. If you start reading a book and McKenna says, Dad, can you help me with this spelling word? Can you stop what you're doing yeah. and come and help? And I did. Well, then you can read a book. Okay, that's what I wanted to know. But if you have a problem, like I know is your habit of being interrupted and with distractions, then no, you probably shouldn't read a book. No, that that would be if I was down here in my office re- answering emails. That's when I can't handle being interrupted. So, okay. So, <laughs> what's so funny in the chat room? What did Troy say this time? Troy says, you could have a few t-shirts you could wear in the evening. 80% here, 50% here. Check back tomorrow. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> that is classic. That's I good love, stuff. Troy, I love you. You are so funny. <laughs> Hold on. Let me go get my 70% shirt. <laughs> No, I'll be right back. I'll be right back. So <laughs> I love that. That's that's, that's good, good stuff. It is. <coughs> All right. So what? Uh, what was I going to say? I, it started with so. That's all I got. Anyway, we'll we'll report more on it next week. We we'll, will. We'll have more experience with it. But uh, the, my favorite thing is that we're back to eating dinner as a family again at the dinner table. Yes. Most nights. I think there was one night, one day, one day we didn't. And by the way, we're eating earlier in the day, which, uh, which has I been, like. It's really nice. Eating Megan around, doesn't. We're eating around four thirty, five o'clock. And I'm really enjoying that. Megan doesn't like eating before dance. Okay. Because she says that she's heavy. She she feels weighted down and can't. Okay. Um. So she said she'd sit with us. But she'd like to eat when she gets home. Okay. My And then my still concern is that she's not eating until 930. I just don't think that that's good for her. And we've I had this conversation so many times. I think she should eat. I think she should just eat lighter. Okay. Anyway. So. I really do. Or, we're, hey, we, we eat. You like that? That was my duck dinosaur. Hey. Hi. Hey, what, what Hi. we do is, hey. Uh, seriously, <laughs> though, what we could do is we could eat and then we could do our family exercises. Right. Which, Which is the next thing we're going to surprise them with. <laughs> <laughs> Matthew asked for family time. Uh-huh. What are we going to do that's fun? We're, we're oh, gonna, here we go. We're going to go in and say, it's time for phase two. It is. There you go. So You found it. <laughs> well, that wasn't what I was looking oh, for. Okay. I was actually looking for my news clip. I have oh. like a news clip thing. Okay. But it's not on Nice. Here. But yeah, I, I thought that the first week, because... Um, we started last Thursday, so it's it's been a full week now, and I thought the first week went went well. Yeah. All right, so uh, let's see here. Jesse says in the chat room, Cliff, I hope that doesn't mean you have to cut into your mid-morning nap. Um, I haven't had those in a while. Um, let's see here. Rebecca says, I think you should make sure that only 100% sure is clean and ready to go. <laughs> nice i love at that. this point my family would be happy if i made any shirts clean and ready to go <laughs> saying i think i might be on my last pair of underwear just Again, so you know yeah. yeah there's some clean laundry uh-huh in the washer <laughs> it just needs to make it to the dryer and how long has it been in there yesterday oh, okay and it's cool. freezing so it's fine it's fine if it, if it was august we'd have some problems All right. but Fun stuff. I All right. Know, right. So, hey, real quickly. Um, hey, the, real quickly. Next up on your lesson will be how to work the washer. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What's up next? <laughs> the return of pursuing a balanced life. Is 
has one episode in the last three months. Actually, two. Two? Yeah, because wow. I recorded... Because you passed out during the first, so you had to start again. No. I recorded... <laughs> Give me a break, woman. I'm sorry. So I recorded episode number 527 of Pursuing a Balanced Life uh, at pursuingabalancedlife.com if anybody's interested. And uh, it had been th- almost three months since my last recording. Wow. And time. so the title of that episode is Where I Have Been. Uh, and then I recorded two days later, which was yesterday. I came down and I recorded an entire new episode. I think it's like 45 minutes to an hour long titled Where I Am Today. You know, so I, I didn't. Oh, I thought it was going to be Where I Am Going. No, that's that's the next episode. <laughs> that's the one Spoiler. Sorry. So, <laughs> <coughs> excuse me. But um, I, I did record an episode titled Where I Am Today, talking about very authentically and transparently, you know, where am I struggling today to to move forward, to find that motivation and confidence? And, and in fact, talking about struggle, this has been something that we're going to talk about in a little bit. But just one of the things that I realize is that every winter I seem to go through a couple of different things and, and there's there's these cycles that come through and it just got me to thinking about something Michael Hyatt was saying on a recent episode of his podcast uh, this is your life he talked about how to get out of the funk mm-hmm. and he talked about s- sad have you have you ever heard of sad the the disorder probably is- not <laughs> all right so I'm gonna go to let me just go to Wikipedia okay and I will tell you what sad is because it. I want to actually read the definition here, but I know it's. Called, I think it's the it's seasonal, um, affective disorder. I have heard of sad. Okay. All right. I have never heard it called sad. Seasonal affective disorder or sad, also known as winter depression, winter blues, summer depression, summer blues, or seasonal depression, is a mood disorder in which people who have normal mental health throughout most of the year. <laughs> Hello. Hello, that's me. Um, through most of the year, expre- experience depressive symptoms in the winter or summer, spring or autumn, year after year. In the diagnostic and s- whatever manual, blah blah blah. Sad is not unique uh, mood disorder, but is a specifier of a major. Okay. Anyway, the, let's see here. Although experts were initially s- skeptical, uh, this condition is now recognized as a common disorder with a prevalence in the United States ranging from 1.4% in Florida to 9.7% in New Hampshire. Hmm. So the idea is that um, it has a lot to do with the sun and the lack of it during the wintertime. And I do find that during the wintertime, like today, is a sunny day. Now, it's cold. It's like 29 degrees outside. But I will tell you that when I look outside and I see the sun, I feel differently inside. Mm -hmm. And I'm not just talking about, I mean, like my mind is functioning differently uh, when I see the sun. And when I walk out into the sun, even if it's freezing cold, when I walk out into the sun, I feel different. And when it goes days without what? Um, nothing. When Go it goes days without it, I, I feel, you know, just I like know. I feel blah. I know. And um, it can happen during the summertime if there's like, you know, a whole week and a half of nothing but rain and gloomy right. clouds and stuff like that as well. And and I do believe that I suffer from, you know, seasonal affective disorder. 
so one of the things that I did. You suffer from something. <laughs> I suffer from something, yes. <laughs> I'm just teasing. The other thing, the one thing is um, they said that you can actually treat this uh, with a bright, with what's called bright light therapy. Mm-hmm. It says bright light therapy is a common treatment for seasonal affective disorder for circadian rhythm sleep disorder and for circadian uh anyway it says here there let me see if i can find where it talks about the actual treatment you're gonna have to get better at your research prior to your topics well i didn't even know i was gonna share all of this stuff anyway (laughs) there are many different treatments for this blah 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 medication iodized blah 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 blah. okay photo photo period related alterations of the duration of Melatonin secretion may also None affect... None of that actually makes sense to me. <laughs> I know. this. Okay, this suggests that light therapy may be an effective treatment for SAD. Light therapy uses a light box which emits, emits far more lumens than a customary incandescent lamp. Bright white, full-spectrum light at 10,000 lux. Blue light at wavelength of whatever. Uh, actually, cyan or blue-green... Uh, Bright light therapy is effective with the patient sitting a a prescribed distance, commonly 30 to 60 centimeters, in front of the box with his or her eyes open but not staring at the light source for 30 to 60 minutes. A 1995 study showed that 500 blah, blah, blah of this stuff, basically it supposedly helps. So I've heard other people, I've heard other people talk about these sunlights. Um, Michael Hyatt says he has one in his office. Mm-hmm. Uh, my good friend Pat Flynn also has one that he had purchased. And so, you know, I was listening to this. I'm like, you know what? There's no doubt I suffer from this. It happens every single year. I know. So while I was in Nashville, I ordered a, a sun lamp, a sun, a, one of these bright light therapy things. Mm-hmm. And um, I get it. I'm all excited. Woohoo. And I open it up and guess what? It's busted. And it was gloomy outside that day. And so it, was, it was bad. It was, it was gloomy. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, man, woe is me. Uh, it was not fun. No. And it's still sitting there and I'm still Waiting. working. You know, it's, part of me just says, you know what, just order another one and just send this one back and let them do it. But they want to do an exchange. And I don't know. It's taking longer than he wanted. That's why God made the sun actually shine for you. I know. Thank you, Lord, for the sun today. See, I am so see excited. how he did that for you? Yes. So anyway, that's my, my light therapy. The other thing is is that um, we've got some essential oils. Right. And I think we may have mentioned them last week, but now that now they're they're actually here. They're here. Um, I did order um, a physician kit, which is a whole variety. Do you want to pull that out? Actually, that one is probably got them all over the place, so you'll have to just open up the box and and stuff like that. But um, I got this one blend of essential oil called breathe which is a mixture of laurel leaf oil peppermint oil eucalyptus radacea uh, i can't it's like raven sarah uh, melaleuca and lemon so anyway i it's a mixture of all of those together and this is uh from doTERRA is where i got this from and it's from michael hyatt's daughter she's a doTERRA representative and I actually signed up to be a representative of theirs so that you know maybe if this stuff really becomes something I'm interested in I might uh, start selling it but only if it really works anyway <laughs> there I am breathing right or I as you guys know I also deal 
a lot with bronchitis. And what I often have to do is it gets so bad I have to get an albuterol inhaler, which, by the way, I have right here. Of course, it, actually, you don't hear it shaking anymore. Anyway, I have an albuterol inhaler that sometimes I need if I get really excited or anxious or anything like that. Then Or I'm, just try to talk. Or just try to talk sometimes. Um, but I will tell you that um, this this mixture of these oils does help me to breathe a lot easier. And uh, I have actually been able to go with the oil instead of using the albuterol. That's good. So, but it depends on how acute the attack is where I can't breathe. But um, anyway, what are some of the other oils that came in this phys- family vi- physician kit, Steph? Okay, there is lemon, lavender, mm. peppermint, one I can't say. With an M. Melaleuca. Melaleuca. Melaleuca can be used for all kinds of skin issues. Yep. Where was I? Um, oregano. Frankincense. It's one called Deep Blue. Mm-hmm. And where am I? There's one called On Guard, which is another yeah, and blend. On, on Guard is supposed to help you with uh, keeping up your immune system. Yeah. Which, by the way, uh, that's the other thing. I want to actually get some of those capsules yes. because you can you take a lot that. of these internally and it'll help you, you know, boost your immune system and stuff. Right. So where was I? Deep Blue Oregano On Guard. Um, Breathe, which, sorry, is the one that you just talked about. And then um, there is a um, digestion. Yeah. Digest Zen is right. what it's called. That's what I'm trying to say. Yep. Digest then. And that's supposed to help you if you're like, if you have, you feel nauseated, have an upset stomach or any of that kind of stuff. Right. So that's what's in this um, physician's kit. Yeah. And wasn't the, what was the one that I left upstairs for you? Oh, that was just an extra one. It's called Slim and Sassy. Okay. Was So that wasn't a part of here? No. Oh, that's right. How, how did we get that? I don't think we ordered that. I don't think you ordered that. It was just in the box. Okay. So, so it just came. But, so. um. Have you been using that at all? Not yet. Okay. But you're supposed to put it in your water to mm-hmm. um, curb your appetite. Mm-hmm. And it it's a mix of ginger and lemon and um, all kinds of different things. But um, And it's quite yummy. Right. I mean, seriously, it's very yummy. And uh, there was another one. But um, I don't remember what it yeah, was. Yeah, we, we have one. So. There There's one I have down here that I'm using for... Uh, it's called elevation or something like that. That kind of, you know, motivates you to to. It, it, it's is got that the one that uplifting. you put in our um, room? No, also? the one no. upstairs is kind of. It, it's kind of like just relaxation and mellow kind of. No, I thought the the one in our room was supposed to be the. Oh, I don't know. Anyway, but anyway, we're brand new to this stuff. I've heard lots of stuff right. about it, and they're in. Uh, now, you had a headache the other day, and we tried the cinnamon. Was it cinnamon? It was peppermint. Peppermint, and it didn't really help your headache at all. Um, No, but I think had I tried it earlier in the day, it would have. I think that my headache was just to the point uh, because after I did the peppermint, I took ibuprofen and that, I mean, like the headache was just beyond help. Right. Um, But I do like the cold sensation that it... um On your neck. On my neck. Yeah, and my shoulders. And there was another one that was supposed to be for muscle treatment. Muscle treatment is the deep blue. Is that the deep blue? Yep. Okay. Um, so I'm excited about trying them more. 
Yeah, and and this is stuff that's been medically tested, and 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 these pure uh, oils are supposed to be very therapeutic. And DoTerra, I I've done a lot of research, and I know, of course, they're selling their benefits and their unique selling proposition and stuff like that. But they're actually what they call thera- therapeutic grade uh, certified pure essential oils, which. Um, my assistant, Andrea, has been trying to get me to do essential oils forever because of my respiratory issues and stuff right. like that. And I'm like, oh, whatever. Uh, you know what I did actually do? Check this out. Oil. I can tell you that I wrote some no- notes down. So here are some things. Um, acid reflux. Uh, you can do, if you have acid reflux, you can actually get <coughs> the capsules and, and put Digest Zen in it. Okay. And that will help uh, keep you from having acid reflux. Really? So and so basically, you're using a certified pure right. oil, which is not a chemical. It's it's a natural oil instead of using Prilosec, you know, these chemical or based medications. These, right. So I, I would be interested in trying that. Um, lavender, which is in the kit, helps increase quality of see- sleep. It helps decrease stress. Bottom of the feet. Oh, you can put it on the bottom of mm-hmm. the feet uh, to um, to stay calm. You can do that. Anyway, um, it also, lavender helps with cold sores, cuts, and scrapes. I did not know that. Hmm. So I didn't either. Lemon helps, ki- kills germs. It's an antiseptic even. Can be diffused for lifting our mood and can be taken internally as an antioxidant. Right. Uh, and of course, when you're taking that, and you could put lemon right into a drink or something like that, but you could also put that in the capsule as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, peppermint for headaches. You can rub it on the back of the neck, put it... <coughs> <clears throat> excuse me, place it on the bottom of the feet. Supposedly, there's this place on your foot where you can rub oils in and it actually goes into your bloodstream really fast. And that's supposed to be where the therapeutic stuff happens. Anyway, um, peppermint helps with fevers. I did not know that, but I, I had re- that's some of the research shows that peppermint will help reduce a fever. And the cool thing about fever reduction with peppermint is that with when you're dealing with ibuprofen and Tylenol and stuff like that, you have to wait four to six hours before you actually right. do more. Whereas this, you know, the fever, you can, there is no overdosing of essential oil. So you can continue reapply without worrying about overdose. Peppermint will help reduce cough, is it says, and it can be used in a cup of water. Mm-hmm. Okay. Digest Zen helps with heartburn, uh, upset stomach, and can even be taken uh, topically. Anywhere on our body, stomach, feet, uh, it will enter into our bloodstream is what it said. On guard blend, great for diffusing to help eliminate germs in the household. Um, Great on bottom of the feet as well. This is something that I was thinking of, Stephanie, is that, you know, I, I, I really hadn't been thinking about the fact that when we have stuff that comes in contact with our body, that it actually can penetrate and go through our skin into our bloodstream and, and, you know, I'd heard about people talking about detoxifying and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And now I see why people are, you know, really concerned about using sham- certain shampoos, certain mm-hmm. soaps, because those chemicals, I guess, do they actually... get into your body. Yeah, I, mm-hmm. I did. I never really gave that a ton of thought. And so as I'm reading about this, I'm starting to think about, you know, our indoor air purity and stuff mm-hmm. like that, which we already... We already know is... Is not the greatest right. here. And it got me to thinking, I wonder what it does when we're actually burning candles in our house. Is that actually causing additional toxins in the air? Probably. So wouldn't it be better for us to take our 
our diffuser and diffuse something like the, um, what did I say? The, the on guard or something like that, or try that. Maybe. I don't know. So there you go. Um, oregano ex- is extremely aggressive, generally used internally. Um, and I forget what it actually works for, I, what, what oregano does. Uh, but melaleuca is t- for treatment of any kind of skin condition. You can use melaleuca for acne. Uh, helps in it helps fight infections. Oh, that's what oregano does. It also hi- helps fight infections. Uh, but it's so aggressive that you want, and it's and it's so powerful. You don't want to do use it topically without diluting it. Um, anyway, melaleuca is very mild, whereas oregano is very aggressive. But I think both of those actually do f- help fight infection. Deep blue is great for discomfort and pain. It is meant, the deep blue is meant for topical use. And frankincense is a daily model of prevention and health. And it's also great for mood. So anyway, I I don't know. I was just thinking, you know, maybe we could start diffusing some of these into the air and and helping increase our quality of the air that we breathe in our home. Okay. What do you think? Yeah. Anyway. Nifty. Nifty. All right, so I we've covered a lot. Um, uh, the basically the one thing is the struggle struggle to return to healthy habits. What do you want to share there? Because I have some my own. It's a struggle every day, every single day. It's it's getting quite annoying. I'm annoyed. I wonder if some of it isn't, you know, just the lack of the sun and the and and some of that. Because I re- no no you don't think so not for me no. I'm just addicted to food. Okay. And um and no matter how much I I mean I can set out with the best intentions and and totally lose it halfway through the day. I mean every day is a struggle not to overeat. Has there been a time when it wasn't like that? No. Even when you were losing weight and you were still working a struggle. out, still a struggle. But why were you more successful then than you are now? Do you think? Because now I'm bored with it. I'm tired of counting calories. I hate counting calories so much. Mm-hmm. I hate it. Um, I can I can say okay today I'm going to eat two protein bars and and one meal and be invited to lunch and totally crumble. Mm-hmm. Like it is. Um, Every day is a struggle for me to stay within the right calorie range, to lose weight, um, to make the time to work out, and then to not just be like, okay, I can't take it anymore. I've got to eat something, which is a totally separate issue because that has nothing to do with food. That has to do with self-medicating and my self-medicine of choice is food. Right. It's it's ridiculous, and and here's the thing: is that I'm just so annoyed with it. I've I've started asking myself, you know, is okay. Is now just time to accept that, like, this is how much I'm going to weigh for the rest of my life, which, quite honestly, I'm not happy with. But I'm finding it to be such a struggle to commit to counting calories. No one around me wants to count calories. And to say, okay, 
there's there's just there's not going to be any junk in the house there's not going to be i'm not going to break i mean i'm just i'm just fed up with it well i want i will i want to join you i i do like to count calories i don't want to but i, I but i do want to that, that that's for me i i know that i'm successful when i do count calories I'm more flexible in what I can eat when I count calories because then it's not just, you know, I'm, I set out for the day and this is well, yeah, what do my you schedule know, is. But here's the thing. Okay. The difference between me and you, you can start counting your calories and you will lose weight. Mm-hmm. You're a man. It doesn't happen that way for me. Okay. It doesn't. I have to, I have to stay within such a small, ridiculous number of calories and I think that in my mind, I start to think, that, well, that's impossible. And so I'm setting myself up to fail before I even start. Right. It, 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 is a, it definitely is a mi- mixture of counting calories and getting serious ac- increased physical activity. And that's, that's where it, it, it's a struggle to get it all in and to make it a priority. And, and I certainly am, you know, I know we, you and I both have successfully done this before. We have been successful. And I know that we can be successful again, but it there's got to be some, we've got to find some place to reach deep down inside and find our motivation for it. Um, one of the things somebody, it was Byron who listened to um, episode 526 or no, 527 of Pursuing a Balanced Life. And he left a comment on there. He says, Cliff, have you ever thought about making, you know, your physical health, your number one priority in life? Like above everything else, above family, above work, above everything else that you do, making your physical you activity. Have. I haven't. Uh, you have. Have I? Yeah. I mean, I, I I think I've put it at the top with business and and stuff like that. Okay. But I I don't think I've ever put my physical my physical health hasn't ever been a priority above my business. It's, okay. It's just been up there at the top. You know, it's like listen, these things equally are the most important things. But I've never said, you know what, um, if it can't... It is the most important. If it comes down to it, do I go? Do I cancel this consulting call or go wa- walk right. on the treadmill? You know, I'm going to choose the treadmill. That, that's not that I want to put myself in that position, but am I willing to t- make my physical activity that level of a, a situation? Right. And, you know, I've been toying around. Do I, do I want to go that crazy in my pursuit of health and you know i I guess the times when i have been the most motivated is when i actually spend time you know listening to podcast content and i remember the days when i used to listen to fitness rocks and hear all of the studies about what happens and and with even without losing and this was the thing it was so motivating to hear uh dr monty do podcast episodes and talk about you know hey just 35 minutes a day of increased physical activity reduces your chances of this, 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 and this. And that's even if you don't lose any weight. You know, it's like, okay, so you may not be seeing your your pounds drop, but the fact that you are physically active 30 minutes a day means that you as a woman, Stephanie Ravenscraft, are, you know, 70% less likely to to suffer from a heart attack, which is uh, I think it's like the, the the number two leading cause of death in women or something like that or whatever I thought it was. heart disease was number one. It might have been number one. So but you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it's like you, you it's like it all. And also the even if you don't lose weight, 
right away or even at all but just working out how that decreases your chances That's fine, of but diabetes. in my mind in my mind and and i mean i can know all of the truths whatever but what what my brain has told me is my truth is that if i'm going to work out i better be losing weight there there's no other there's no other option for me yeah one of your things that's making fucking noises that was weird. What was what would have made that noise? I don't know. It sounded like the noise that your little jam box makes, but Yeah, I have no anyway. idea. Okay, go um, ahead. but anyway, so that that's for me. My brain tells me that if I'm working out, I better be losing weight. Mhm. There I mean there's just Yeah, and that's the thing. Maybe retraining ourselves. And I don't know how to I'm get tired that of retraining to, my brain. Well, that I'm sorry. That's a lifelong <laughs> thing we have to do. Like it's just it's just annoying. Yeah. Anyway. But no, and and I honestly, quite honestly, I feel like everyone um is out to get me. I'm sorry. That that's Yeah. 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 I well, said I didn't want to have I I said, you know, I'm going to eat two protein bars and then and then you said, are we going to lunch today? I said, I hadn't thought about it. And you gave me like the most disgusted look. Like I had just totally crushed your heart because I, I was putting my, my control over having lunch with you. And I gave in and I ate Chipotle for lunch today. Well, the reason why I, I mean, I'm like, are we going to spend some time together That's today? That's not what you asked. That is what I asked. That That's is not, what, not you, what you asked. You said, are we going to lunch today? You made it about a meal. Right. To me. And, and I'm telling you how I feel. That I know. What I heard was, are you done with your ridiculous protein bar twice a day or are you going to have lunch with me? That's what I heard in your words. Okay. And, and when I said, are we going to have lunch today? This is what, in my mind... Are we going to go and spend a good solid hour together before recording Family from the Heart so that we can sit down and come with a unified vision of what we want to talk about in this episode of Family from the Heart? But that's not what you said. I know it's I I, I did. I said, are we going to lunch today? That's not that's what you what, said. See, no, no when, food. Hold on, but when food you said is a hot spot for me, you have to I, know that. I and I am. I your thank you for communicating this to me because it will change what I the way I communicate next week. But when you said I hadn't really thought about it, I heard I'm really not all that interested in talking with you for an hour today. To and be I'm honest thinking, with you, holy cow! You want me to eat again? Here's another person in my life who just wants me to eat. And all I'm hearing is, I really am sick of you. And 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 that's not what I was saying. And I I really hadn't given any thought to having spending any time with you today, prior to the required commitment that I've made to that's record right. family one hour a week. That's all I'm. That that's it. And from four to six, buddy. <laughs> that's it. That's it. That's all you get. So, so do you see how <laughs> I do, but, and this is, this is what we talked about last week too, is that we need to get back to that place where we are communicating correctly to each other. Yes. Um, if what you meant to say was, are we going to spend an hour planning what we're going to talk about on family from the heart? Then those should have been the words that you used, not, I will use those words. Can I make time. you fat today? Because that's what I heard. <laughs> Can I make you fat today? I I feel, I feel like Hansel and Gretel, and you're the evil witch. You're <laughs> fattening me up for. I'm the uh, evil witch. It was. It's just I am. Um, I am addicted to food. Yeah. Whether it be just to 
eat it because it's there or <clears throat> if I'm using it emotionally or God forbid, I actually have to put it in my body to stay alive. I mean, it, it's ridiculous. I'm so sorry. I'm so sick and tired of thinking about food. I have to prepare food. I got to pack lunches. I got a grocery shop. I'm like my whole life revolves around food and it is the one thing I wish that I could just turn my back on. I gotcha. Speaking of food, would you like to go on a full cruise with us with an unlimited <laughs> amount of food? Listen to this commercial. This summer, join Cliff and Stephanie and the GSPN.TV community for the dream cruise of a lifetime. A four-night cruise to the Bahamas on board the Disney Dream Cruise Ship. With many exciting features and plenty to do for both adults and kids. Enjoy the world's first onboard water coaster, the Aqueduct. Become a detective and solve mysteries with enchanted art. Spend the whole day on a private island. Watch magical fireworks from the ship. See Disney-style shows with all the characters and much, much more. <laughs> we are planning to make this community uh-huh. event the magical <laughs> experience of a lifetime. For booking details, head to gspn.tv slash cruise. See, there's going to be so many awesome things to do on this cruise. We probably won't even see food there. Or there'll be seafood. I don't know. <laughs> there <laughs> there probably will be seafood. I won't eat it. But... um. We're going to have daily workouts in the gym. Probably not. Um, <laughs> yes, we are. Probably not. Yes. I'm going to be on vacation. We're going to all, everybody bring your digital recorders. We're recording Pursuing a Balanced Life. You're going to start your own show. No, I'm just kidding. Right. So, although we did, when we were on our cruise um, two years ago, yeah, we did spend Valentine's Day working out. We did. But here's why I know that we will not be working out on this cruise. Why? I have a hard time standing upright uh-huh. when I'm not on the water. Yeah. Okay. I'm one of those people who can literally feel the ship moving the entire time I'm on it. Mm-hmm. Um, and our last cruise was seven days long. It was not a pretty seven days for me. I had a great time, mm-hmm. but I didn't sleep and I, I could feel the rocking. It totally um, putting me on an elliptical or a treadmill while trying to just keep myself standing straight up is not pretty. Right. I'll probably well, come out harmed. Anyway, I'll be honest with you. I, I'm a, I'm getting a little concerned. Uh, you know, we were talking we were. about this be, at, at lunch today. Um, I'm going to go real quickly to gspn.tv/cruise. And so man, we're not even getting to my topics. I told you you had too your, many. What is your topic? I told you you had too many. I'll tell you what. We'll come back to the this. You. And you want to talk topic about the? Hog. You've got Vampire Diaries and thanks for the spoiler and Thirteen Colonies. I'll tell you what. We'll talk about the cruise and the future and all that stuff next week. Okay. All right? Yeah. But sign up for the cruise because we would like you to. Uh, but <laughs> seriously. Uh, but I'll tell you what. We're, we're going to turn the rest of this. You know, we have seven minutes left. Oh, I get a whole seven minutes. I'm so excited. It's all yours, Stephanie. <gasps> Tell us about. Well, last week we started talking. We talked about um, what was on TV. What okay. we were watching on our TV. And we ran out of time before I got to say that Megan and I started watching The Vampire Diaries. Okay. All right. Um, we watched, we're completely caught up now. They're on season four, um, episode 15 or 16, I think aired last Thursday. Um, we are completely caught up in like 16 days. We watched three and a half seasons in 16 days. Um 
ridiculous amount of TV in a very short amount of time. But I was so excited to have found a show again that I couldn't put away. Right. You know what I mean? One that, that kept me wanting more. And um, it was like that when we started watching White Collar and then we got caught up and that was a huge, now we have to wait a week or in that case, a few months for for the premiere, for the season to come back on. But um, But I was so excited to have found something that had sparked my interest in that way, in that I can't put it down kind of way. And, um, and so I'm really, I'm really enjoying the Vampire Diaries. Interesting. And Meg, Mick, Megan, Mick, Megan, Megan has been enjoying it with you. Megan has been enjoying it with me as well. Um, it's one of those things where it's, it's the really popular kids show right now. Like it's not a kids show, but the teen that that's what everybody at school is talking about and all the stuff. And, um, and so she had mentioned it a few times. I'd wanted, I saw previews for it, you know, during um, One Tree Hill or, or Gossip Girl, the shows that I would watch on the CW and um, was always like, you know what? That doesn't look half bad. And it has Ian Summerholder in it who was on, was Lost. on Lost. And so there was that connection. And um, and I just decided I was going to watch it one day and watched three and a half seasons in just over two weeks. It was like 16 days. Yeah. It was ridiculous. But we're completely caught up and seriously enjoying it and possibly thinking about our summer project being a Vampire Diaries podcast. For you and Megan. For me and Megan. So are there books called The Vampire's Diaries? They are. Um, the series is loosely based on okay. the books. I started the first book, uh-huh. but it was so different that I... You didn't w- really I didn't care for it. Um, care for it right now. That doesn't mean I won't go back and read it later. Gotcha. But um, but it was just a little too different to be reading and rapidly watching the show the way we were at right. the same time. Gotcha. So, so um, Vampire Diaries. We've just watched the finale of just, uh, Downton Abbey. The season three finale of Downton Abbey. Wow. Yeah, I have to tell you though. Somebody gave me a spoiler. Yes. Somebody who listens to this podcast, uh-huh. who I love very dearly, and I may call mom. And so I knew all season long that this was going to happen in some way or another. And um, I'm so glad you didn't tell me. And I didn't tell you. And it I hurt w- really bad not to tell you. Like I would have been very upset. I, 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 I don't know that I would have actually watched the rest of the season if I would have known. I don't know that you would have actually ever spoken to my mom again. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> you know. But... Um, but so I knew all season long that this was happening. Um, it's very sad, but I'm not taking it out on Downton. I'm taking it out on this person, the person who re who chose to not return to the show. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. Don't be turning up on any of the other shows that I watch because I won't watch it because I'm I'm taking a break from you. Stephanie says we're you're, we're breaking up. You're, you're <laughs> dead to me, as Mr. Wonderful would say. On Shark Tank. So, um, it it's been um it it's been it was a good season though. Good. I'm I enjoyed glad. I enjoyed season three of Downton, um, overall. Uh-huh. I was glad they did a, a, a time jump there at the end because we talked earlier about how I felt they needed that. And um and I thought that I thought other than other than the one thing happening that it ended well. Awesome. So I have a question for you. Yeah. 
Uh, thanks for the spoiler and 13 colonies. We're right at one hour right now. We're do right we want to move those to next week or do you want well, to go ahead I'm and just share gonna, I'm going to share the um, thanks for the spoiler. Okay. And I'll probably forget about the 13 colonies so you could take that off. I All guess. right. It's but, gone. Um, but it was a really cute story. Oh, t- tell the 13 colony story real quick. Okay. So yesterday I volunteered in McKenna's classroom and, um, these second graders are learning about George. This week was President's Day. Um, they're learning about George Washington and the colonies and the war and, and all of these things. Well, one of their classwork yesterday was to label the 13 colonies. And then they had um, a question worksheet to fill out based on their map. They were using a map of the current United States... To fill in their 13 colonies. Right. Okay. I'm 34 years old. Until yesterday, I couldn't have told you what the 13 colonies were. Neither could I. Okay. And I was a history major. (laughs) Right. (laughs) So, um, they're bringing me their map and I'm looking at their map and I'm looking at the the United States map versus the map of their colonies and they don't match and I don't know why because really, I didn't know. Anyway. So we're looking at it and I'm like, okay, well, on the United States map at the top is Maine. It's also on the colonies map. But in the 13 colonies, what is now Maine was Massachusetts, along with what is now Massachusetts. They were both then labeled Massachusetts. And then next to Massachusetts or next to Maine is New Hampshire. And next to New Hampshire is New York. But now in the United States, next to New Hampshire is Vermont. In between New Hampshire and New York is Vermont, but it's not on. The, these kids were so confused, and I was confused too because I had no idea what was going on. <laughs> but I can now tell you that the thirteen colonies were Massachusetts, New Hampshire, New York, Pennsylvania, Rhode Island, Connecticut, New Jersey, Delaware, Maryland, Virginia, North South Carolina, and Georgia. Nice. I now know because of spending time in a second grade classroom what the colonies are but i'm sitting there going okay this is wrong one of these is labeled wrong and i'm pretty sure it's not the map of the united states and there were several kids who ended up with a wrong map but even the teacher knew the map was the map was wrong Mm -hmm. the 13 colonies map was wrong but because it was wrong we were labeling it wrong it was it was funny and sad but i now know my 13 colonies there you go. Can't say that it'll last past tomorrow, though. All right. It is, it, we're two minutes over, so tell me, what is Thanks for the Spoiler? And I'm going to actually have you okay. tell us while the music's playing. That's fine. Um, so the other day, I started a conversation with you saying, I saw on Twitter where um, Damon had answered a question how, about the last scene of Lost with Jack closing his eyes and Vincent being there. And um, somebody asked him, explain how, explain the ending. Why, why was it like this? And he said, um, it all happened. Damon Lindelof says, it all happened. Dogs are great. Matthew looks at me and he goes, thanks for the spoiler, mom. I was planning to watch Lost someday. <laughs> and I'm like, it did all happen, Matt. That's all you need to know. I'm excited. I think one day we will. We will. Matthew watch wants Lost. to watch Lost. I think that we'll all sit down and watch Lost. I don't know. I'm ready. I don't know if I'm ready for that yet. I'm, I'm not ready yet, but I, I know we will. Yeah. Anyway, my friends, thank you for tuning in to another episode of Family from the Heart. Until next time, we encourage you to live your life with purpose.
get some mad.